This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast World Changer Bonus Episode. Hey, podcast listeners, thank you for tuning in. I am so excited about this bonus episode. Oh my gosh. So this is my first World Changer bonus episode. And once or twice a month, probably once, maybe twice, I would like to highlight groups and organizations and human beings that are making a difference in the lives of families around the world. And I am so inspired by my guest today. She is Allison Sirachi, and she is from Carry the Future, which is this incredible organization that has just exploded this past fall and provides an incredible service to refugees that are showing up in Greece with their families. Um, You know, when I started to learn about Carry the Future, and I'll talk about this in the interview, I was so moved. And, and, you know, anytime there's any kind of crisis, whether it's a refugee crisis or war, you know, around the world, all I can think about is these are families just like my family, right? I happened to be born in the United States of America, stayed here, got married here, and raising my kids here. That's just, you know chance luck of the draw I don't know um and other families were other people were born in other places on the planet and some of those places are volatile and it's nobody's fault when they find themselves in those places and why wouldn't they want to get out and so to see somebody to see an organization make such an amazing difference on the individual level with families is just super inspiring. And so I'm really excited to share this interview. Be sure to listen all the way to the end. I am going to share some details about how you can get involved, how you can help do your part in providing some relief for these families, again, that are just like us. So without further ado. (laughs) 
So listeners, today I am honored to welcome Allison Soraki from Carry the Future to the show. Many of you have probably heard me or seen me mention this organization on the podcast and post about it on social media. I am so totally inspired by the work they do. I spent a lot of time with babies in the baby sling. I was a definite baby-wearing mama. And so when I saw the work of Carry the Future, I was immediately drawn to it. So welcome to the show, Allison. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Casey. You are welcome. Will you please share the Carry the Future story and let the listeners know what's your role in it? How did you get involved? Sure. Um, well, it, uh, my involvement started back in the like the very beginning of October, the last day of September and the first day of October. I found out about um, my now friend, Crystal's campaign. We were perfect strangers, but I found out about her um, her fundraiser campaign to collect a very humble goal of a hundred baby carriers mm. and mail them to some family that she had in Greece so that she could, um, you know, she could feel like she'd contributed. She could contribute. She could help a hundred families with the refugee crisis and, and, you know, feel at peace with like what she had provided. And then that campaign kind of just sort of exploded. It went viral. And I, at the same time that was happening, I emailed her and told her I was so inspired by what she had done and the fundraiser and the sort of the perspective. She saw this need mm -hmm. and it wasn't being it wasn't being filled by any other organization. There was nobody else providing these. And, and that was just something that really resonated with me. Um, and, and I told her that. And so there was a, a very small group of volunteers to begin with. And we just sort of started started growing and expanding. And, and before we knew it, there was just this huge, huge amount of support for for what she had just set out to do such a simple thing to help some families. Yeah. And let's um, talk. To, let's talk a little bit about the need. Right. So, you know, I think that most of the I can assume that most of the listeners know what a baby carrier is. Um, but in in response to the refugee crisis and these families getting in these tiny boats and moving across the sea and babies in arms, you know, let's tell me a little bit more about what she saw as, quote, the need for these. So the the most like the, the part that we're most aware of is one is once they're in the boats and they and they cross the um, the Aegean Sea into Greece. Mm -hmm. But they, they also walk from home, which in a lot of cases is Syria or Iraq, and they, they also walk from home through the country of Turkey mm -hmm. in order to get to the boat. So they spend a lot of time on their feet. They get into the boat and it's that in itself is, is a whole horrendous, Ugh. you know, thing to even think about, but right. they're, they're in the boats by the, by the, by the dozens in these tiny little boats. And, and then they get to Greece and then that begins the even longer leg of their journey. In many cases, they're walking hundreds of miles. And I'm a, I'm a mother with just one child. Mm -hmm. And if I had to carry him for very long, I would, I, I don't even carry him very, very long <laughs> in the grocery store or, right? you know, to the park or from the car or wherever I, I, I have baby carriers and I use them. Yeah. And so to think about these families that, that they're families, they, they don't always just have one child. They may have a child and a toddler or, a, mm. you know, several babies, maybe, you know, mm. in, in a big group with a fa with multiple families. And 
So the need is is to to keep these babies safe, to mm-hmm. keep them close and comfortable, and and that feeling that physically holding your baby so close, mm-hmm. it provides so much relief to <sighs> mom, to dad, and to the baby. It's so much more than just being able to say it's one less thing to worry about. Oh, there's so much more to it than that. It's there's just a certain amount of peace and security that in a in a condition where there's nothing predictable and nothing is controlled just to be able to t- take control of that one facet of your journey is so it's just so so much bigger than just that baby carrier so much bigger so much. <laughs> oh god it makes my heart ache and my <laughs> eyes no. fill with tears you know i remember the feeling of having my baby on me just so i could do the dishes or just so i could mm-hmm. Yeah, deal with the grocery store Just do and anything. <laughs> gosh, right? First world problems. I can't even no. imagine. And I've seen articles and and reposted articles about Carry the Future and how there are people on the ground over there actually fitting them onto older siblings as well, baby carriers for older siblings, so that they can help because often they're in charge of their the younger ones and it's absolutely incredible especially in families and family structures you know if there's kids of different ages of varying ages if the if the oldest or one of the children is old enough to be able to carry then absolutely we want it we want to teach everyone so that you know so that so that the 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 task of carrying the baby doesn't always fall to one person you know sure um in fact we're finding I say we as the organization, but our volunteers on the ground there are finding that in many cases, many more than we anticipated, dads prefer to carry the babies. Mm. So it's a really this exciting like Yay. discovery that we didn't anticipate that. And it's really wonderful to see such a such a close family dynamic and everybody is just really eager to help. And then we see we I've seen a couple reports back where where some dads were teaching other dads, you know, showing other dads to wear the carriers and things. And it's just so, so rewarding to know that, that the message and, and the thing that we're doing this, like I keep saying, the simple thing, the small yeah. gesture is oh, making man. such, such a huge effect on so many people. Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP?, it offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Well, and who doesn't it's love awesome. to see a dad wearing a baby carrier? I know. Like, there is really nothing better than that. <laughs> so Pretty awesome. So what's been the response? So you got involved late September, early October. Yes. And what, you know, you guys, for me on my feed, I mean, you kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> and and what's been the, the response that you guys have had in the public from, like, Thanks. the American public? Or I don't know if you're international or what. What's been the response? So it's been, it's been awe-inspiring, the amount mm. of support that we've received. It's just been incredible. And we, what, what started out as a small, predominantly California-based group of volunteers grew to an international group of volunteers of almost 5,000. Oh and, and we've got people all over the world. In fact, one of our volunteers who, who lives in Greece, mm-hmm. she actually just received 10 packages of of donations 10 boxes of donations from hong kong (laughs) so it's just coming from everywhere and it's really i mean i was really really surprised when i first started talking about and and sort of bringing up the refugee crisis in my my local Mm -hmm. circles you know my school well not my school but like my work my friends and my family and stuff either people weren't really aware of what was happening or they they, they just didn't really realize the magnitude, I think. Right. You know, there wasn't really any kind of negativity toward it, but there was just so much unknown. Mm-hmm. And and then we started, you know, speaking more about it and talking about it, and everybody started realizing how serious it was and that, that there's really no difference between the families that I'm helping and the families that I know here at home. Yeah. We're all just we're all just human human beings, For you sure. know? And, and when we start realizing that and we start putting faces and putting stories with the families, it makes it so much more real for people. And, and the acceptance and the support has just been phenomenal. Mm. I think it's that, I think it's that, that reminder to people that we're helping families, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Families it was who happen family. to be, who happen to show up in a be- certain part of the world and in their right. part of the world, it's a tragic yeah. nightmare and they want to get the hell out. And <laughs> I mean, 
ah, I just, going back to what you said earlier about like, what a small yet powerful opportunity to give a little sense of relief. Right. Just, I mean, you know, and, it, and it's so emotional, right? Because I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, some of the photographs that have shown up about, you know, babies that don't make it across the sea and get washed no. up. I mean, I, I can't even imagine being a mother in any kind of war situation, let alone fleeing for my life and keeping track of my kids and unknown, like you said, I right. just, I'm in love with crossing your organization. borders and yeah. you, you never know what you're going to be coming into or encountering. And like, like you said, you know, trying to keep an eye on your children and, and making that journey is just, there's just so much involved yeah. that I don't think most people could ever begin to you know, to really understand. No, not us anyway. Not, yeah, <laughs> definitely not us. <laughs> so, and you guys don't take just any baby carrier. What are the, what are, let's get into logistics. So what do you sure. want people to be sending in? And by the way, listeners, Joyful Courage is going to do a baby carrier drive and there will be details about that after the interview. So um, that's really exciting. But tell us a little bit, Allison, about what, what are you, what are you hoping that people are sending in? Because I always used, the sling, the two-ringed sling. That's how I carried my kids. My daughter actually till she was two and a half and I was <laughs> eight months pregnant. Then she got kicked out. But um, <laughs> but I know I I've read that that's not you don't you that's not helpful. So what are the what are the baby carriers okay. that you're looking for people to donate? And we'll can they be used? Can they be gently used? Definitely. <clears throat> yeah, we definitely appreciate the well, first it's the soft structured baby carriers. So clips and heart and, um, harnesses, you know, buckles and mm -hmm. things like that. And, um, those would be like your ergos or your baby Bjorns or, um, Tula's there's coal craft. We've had a lot of donations of, of those kinds of carriers. And then even my ties, which are the square fabric with the, with the ties, mm -hmm. um, those are all excellent. And the, the reason for that, the purpose behind asking for those mm -hmm. is it's kind of like a multi-piece multi, multi piece thing, but there's a language barrier in most cases. Mm -hmm. And so being able to explain with hand gestures and really simple emotions is, is important because we want to make sure, obviously, that number one, the baby and the, the, the carrier, are, the person carrying the baby are safe. Sure. Number two, we want to make sure that when the family does take the carrier off that they can put it back on. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's obviously important. But then the other thing is that other than just the, just the language barrier, there's a time restriction. Like there's a limit of about two minutes to fit because the families, they are coming from the Greek islands by ferry mm -hmm. at a, Roughly about a thousand to three thousand people per ferry is what I'm gathering from the teams on the ground. Oh my gosh! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah. <laughs> so paint this picture. So I'm a volunteer in Greece, and I'm just like on the shore waiting for this ferry of three thousand refugees to show up so I can slap a baby carrier on them. Except instead of on the shore, you're in a big port. So okay. like they're big, big ferries. They're they're yeah. massive boats. They're okay. Big. <laughs> they don't but, just um, like slide up on the sand. <laughs> And just tip over and like let everybody climb out. No, it's, okay, it's not good. quite like that. But it's, it's, it is, and I can't speak from personal experience because I haven't been on the ground. I have an mm -hmm. infant myself. Mm -hmm. But it is, um, 
it is fairly chaotic from okay. what I understand because there's so many people coming out of the ferry at once and they're stressed and they've just been on the boat for I think a couple of hours from the islands okay. to Athens. So then and, uh, the volunteers are, you know, there's how many volunteers? Maybe. Uh, roughly 10. So there's 10, 10. volunteers. And are they just like, <laughs> I imagine just so, this line of women. There's probably some men in there too. But I'm imagining in my head like this line of women like just prepared to grab anybody who's got a baby. Is that how it is? Well, pretty much. I mean, I think that it, there is a certain approach with caution because you don't sure. want to upset anybody and right. you want to be respectful of space and, of and cultural differences. Mm -hmm. So we're very cautious when we when we when we approach families and talk to people. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's people come off the boats and all of the Carry the Future volunteers would wear a baby carrier. In many cases, they'll have like a teddy bear or something mm -hmm. in it to kind of show yeah. what it does. And they just they just greet. And it's so much oh, about. Wow the human connection that if you're kind and you approach with, with compassion yeah. and love yeah. and you can show what you're trying to do and you can help. There've been so many instances where I get to see pictures of my friends and these volunteers holding babies that are months old, sometimes weeks old, oh but they're just, they're just helping. And, and it's so wonderful, but it is kind of it, those little snapshots are just, they make it look so calm and there's that one moment, but I'm certain it's yeah. chaotic because oh the gosh. turnaround time is so fast. Yeah. They get off the, they get off the ferry They're They kind of have that moment to, to get some help if they need it right there. Mm -hmm. And then they're supposed to get on a, they're not supposed to, they're, then they're aiming to get on a boat or on a bus mm -hmm. and, and, and go. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't want to miss their buses, you oh know? So there's a very quick turnaround time there. So, so I know that people are listening, Allison, and they're thinking, okay, great. I can send in a baby carrier. I, I actually have a friend who, since I was posting, I don't know if she saw my posts or she found B Carry the Future, but she said, I know, I sent in my ergo. It was so hard to part with. And, I, and she stuffed little trinkets and goodies <laughs> in all the pockets. And she was so excited to do that one small thing. So it's okay if, if we're going to send something in to – Stuff it full of, I don't know what, little Absolutely. loveys and any, goodies and. Yeah. Any kinds of like baby socks or hats mm. or small plush toys, like about the size of a beanie baby, something like that, little mittens. Aww. That's perfectly fine. Pack it full. And do you know what else we actually would love to see are, are like notes of kindness mm. or support? Yeah. That would be wonderful. We, we see we see a lot we get a lot of those but it's just really really touching we've actually early on early on I saw a picture of a note from a from a donor and I actually she had an unusual name and I was able to find her on Facebook and send her a picture of her carrier and, oh. and let her know that her carrier you know made it to Greece and it was going to be given to a family that day oh. and we had a we had a really good cry oh my gosh <laughs> But, oh my gosh, you know, I have the chills. Like, I feel like I've I had the chills since we started talking. <laughs> feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, 
we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. So what about the people that are listening and they're like, okay, great, I can do that, but I want to do more. What are some other opportunities for supporting Carry the Future, volunteering? What else is available? What do you need? Okay, great. I'm so glad you phrased it that way because I don't know um, if you've seen some of the latest posts and activity with Carry the Future, but winter hit Greece pretty hard and pretty fast, Mm -hmm. and there's some some a lot of families that are not prepared for the cold, cold weather. And so some of our volunteers on the ground are reporting that we really need like, like emergency, like winter stuff, even adult sizes, adult sizes would be wonderful. Cause a lot of times the babies and the kids are bundled up, but then the parents don't have as much. And so hats and gloves and so- wool socks and things like that to really help, um, help with, with that kind of to keep them warm yeah, <laughs> um, is really important right now. And those things can go, we, I can, I could just, if I could just ask for people who want to donate those things to check on our, on our Facebook page for the address, because it's, it's different than we're trying to get it to Greece as fast as possible. So instead of sending it somewhere in the States and then us mailing it to, or, or carrying it ourselves to Greece, we're asking people to send it directly to Greece. So for that information. And, and again, that's just through like this probably just for a short period of time. So we may, that may, we may get what we need or they may get what they need and then we'll move on from there. But right now in this moment, there is a huge, huge plea for, for winter clothing. Oh man. Um, Okay. Listeners pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) So volunteers, you want to do more than you want to do more than donate. You want to get involved somehow. You can, you know, you could do any number of things. I really encourage people to get creative, Mm -hmm. but you can, do baby carrier drives you can um, get with your community and do speaking engagements we have a couple of volunteers who've really really had a lot of success with that talking to the communities whether it's like at a, at a community center or at like a, any like a religious location or anything that may be interested or willing to support you um, oh, there's man, a lot you're of talking to a woman who loves to have her microphone so See? here's so you speaking would, my language <laughs> You would probably be great at it, you know? I mean, just to stand up and speak from the heart really is what yeah. 
what compels people to want to help. Yeah. And, and, um, so there's also, you can get involved with us on our Facebook pages. We have different regional groups set up where, you know, like the Northeast and the Southeast United States, and of course the Northwest and like the Western California and everything is all like broken up into regions so that volunteers can connect with other people in their area. And then they can make, you know, do, do bigger campaigns or bigger fundraising events and things like that. Great. We have, we have a lot of options for people. We really encourage everybody to share our, our social media page pages and to, you know, share our Indiegogo fundraising campaigns and, and, you know, the things that we're, we're doing are really, we're, we're just trying to keep people sharing and spreading the word because, yeah. because the need isn't, isn't going away. It's, yeah. it's, it's really a, a staggering number of, of people that are still just pouring out, you know, mm-hmm. out of the Middle East and into, into Greece. And we just know that, you know, we're going to need to be there for a long time. So, well, and we what I just... love, what I'm pulling out of this is that sense of immediacy that anybody who, you know, anytime I've donated to anything, it's like, well, how long is it actually going to take for my support to, to get into the hands of the person that needs it? And we think about, well, locally, when I can donate to some local organizations, that feeling is there. But what I'm hearing you say is, you guys really have systems. I mean, nothing's just kind of sitting around that things are continuously moving into ground zero where the people are showing up and needing it. And that's just fantastic. Thank you. That is something that we, we work so hard to make sure that there isn't a lot of, there isn't a lot of delay Mm -hmm. when we've actually delivered roughly 10,000 baby carriers Amazing. And that's just since October. So it's been a really phenomenal, you know, and, and we're taking them in person and doing this, you know, I mean, that's, that's the key is that we're, we're delivering it ourselves to Mm -hmm. make sure that it lands right there with the families who need them. And then we can go in and make that change so easily that way. Amazing. Allison, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. It's been really, it's really been a pleasure. And I just, I just want to say thank you again. And anybody who's had any opportunity to get involved, thank you. And, and anybody who's curious about getting involved, thank you. And please do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we will. I will, I will motivate the masses here. Don't you worry. And keep in touch and let us know how we can continue to support you and, and the organization and uh, spread the word. We will do. Thank you. Awesome. And, and I want to say that those winter clothes and the things we really need, that, mm-hmm. that campaign is what we call um, Operation Refugee Child. And that is really where we're, we're focusing right now is to make sure that those families that are coming in are going to be able to stay warm this winter. And, and thanks again for, for letting us get all of this information out there to your audience. Oh, yeah. And listeners, just to let you know, everything you need is going to be in the show notes. So all you got to do is look there, all the links to stay connected to Carry the Future and where to go for those specs as far as what they need for winter clothing, for Operation Refugee Child, all that stuff. I'll link it all up in the show notes. <laughs> Okay, Allison, well, ha- you have a great day. I know you're, you're over there in Florida, so you're getting on dinner time. Um, have a great evening and a great weekend. Great. Thanks so much, Casey. I really appreciate it. No problem. My pleasure. All right. Bye-bye.
All right, listeners, if that doesn't inspire you into action, I don't know what will. I am super excited to share that Grow With Me Boutique consignment store here in Monroe is going to partner with me in hosting a Carry the Future baby carrier drive. So if you are a local listener and live um, around here, around where I'm at, around Monroe, you're going to be able to bring in your donation right into Grow With Me Boutique. Um, You can find them online. I will put a link in the show notes so you know exactly where they are if you're not familiar with them. Otherwise, you can send in your donations to directly to Carry the Future with um, a little note in the in the in your package that says Joyful Courage uh, Baby Carrier Drive. We really want to track and see how many of our listeners participate in this. So. Um, I will have links in the show notes um, with addresses and and the spots on the website where you can look. If you're interested in Operation Refugee Child, you can see exactly what it is that they're sending out and how you can get involved. I was looking just now, and there are a variety of levels that you can donate towards, um, and you get to see exactly what your money is going towards, which I think is really exciting, right? Because I I know that I am a I donate to the Red Cross regularly um, especially when there are any sorts of disasters and I always just kind of wonder what are, where exactly is my money going and Carry the Future has done a, an outstanding job of really showing the turnaround of uh, money and carriers and what it's providing for the refugees there in Greece so yeah thanks for listening I'm so excited about this the baby carrier drive will begin February 1st and run through the entire month of February. So let's see how much support our community can throw towards this incredible organization who are helping and affecting and providing relief for so many families who desperately need it. I love you all. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us 